Welcome to another Art of Relationships podcast. We are grateful for listeners like you. Let's get right into it. Hey, welcome to the Art of Relationships podcast. Mandy, thanks for that great introduction. And I'm Elisa Grace. I'm here with my awesome husband co-host, Dr. Mm. Chris Grace, <laughs> a psychologist at Biola University. And we are with the Center for Marriage and Relationships at Biola University. So, hey, Chris. Hey, it's good to be here, Elise. Thanks for uh, taking time out, even if uh, we're both just getting off of COVID and what a mess that's been, but uh, to be back and, and somewhat healthy is awesome. So it's fun to be here and talk about things, all things relationships, man. It's so cool to be able to, I don't know, come in, fight off some things, and then uh, just to be able to talk about life and relationships. I, we love doing this. We do. Oh, it's our dream job. We're living the dream. Yeah, that's right. And and just to be <laughs> able to share that with you all, uh, you know, uh, listening. And let's do this, Lee. Let's let's make this just a, a quick podcast. And and I think it's um, important that as you and I had time during COVID and others have dealt with, you know, situations in their lives, whether they're dating or single, all people in relationships. Um, do have something very important that they hold. And, and, and it's a possession that psychologists like to play with in movies. In fact, movie producers and directors or script writers love to incorporate one element into a lot of different movies. And I'll let you think about some of the movies that come up and then I'll mm. share some with you. But they like to incorporate the possibility of people who would lose a memory they lose either their past memory, they can't remember who they are, or they have, you know, concerns about, you know, a failing memory and then trying to pick up the pieces of their life without memory. And and it's really hard to do. So, yeah. So let's think about, I don't know, Lisa, if any movies come to mind, we'll, we'll test everybody. Remember, memory is this just, you know, something that you learn over time and you hold on to it. But memories, they do define us, right? They they. In fact, they define us. So if I go in and I could define myself or even redefine myself by, you know, sharing different memories, but it also a memory connects us mm. to who we were and to who we are. And it connects two people together with nostalgia or looking back with fondness. And, and, but also interestingly enough with movies, it can connect you to the past and the past can catch up with you, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, all of a sudden you thought you forgot something and all of a sudden your past, that past thing comes back to haunt you. So think about movies. I don't know. Does anything come to mind? Oh, like, gosh. Well, I, the first thing that came to my mind was The Notebook, sure. of course. Oh, yeah. The Notebook. But uh, there, were, there was one that I saw not long ago. What was it? Her Blake Lively was in it. Oh, I can't remember, well, but it was like time travel, and maybe yeah. that wasn't memory. Maybe that's a different one. Well, it could be. Know. You know, the, you, I know you, you and I were talking about this earlier, is the Born series, right? Oh, the whole, we love that yeah, one. The Born yeah. Identity and Supremacy and yes. the Born Ultimatum. I mean, uh -huh. you think about even Disney uses this, right? Finding Nemo. His whole oh. thing was about... You know, Dory. Well, yeah, Dory just <laughs> couldn't remember anything. Just keep Poor swimming. Thing, just right? keep swimming. Yeah. Remember the old movies, Total Recall. That yeah. Or, you know, Anastasia or Deja Vu or Frozen. Frankly, I mean, Frozen's whole theme had been about Anna 
you know, and the sister not being able to remember because if oh, she does remember all yeah. the childhood, th- bad things can happen. And yeah. so when she, she hurt Anna. Yeah. yeah so she right. was made to forget her 51st dates. Remember that? Oh so, God. God, Groundhog Day. Groundhog Day over oh and over gosh, again. Oh, my gosh. Deja vu. Or I mean, Inception. Right. Remember mm-hmm. the movie Inception was all about me. OK, so memories are interesting because, you know, they're not like a video camera. In fact, mostly they are, I guess if you want, they're just simply something that we change over time. In fact, if you want to talk about it, it's almost like um, we don't have perfect memories, uh, you know, like a replaying a video camera. Most of the time we're redefining and our memories get transformed. But I think what that leads to is a very interesting topic, Lisa, and that is this. Couples that look back in their memory banks with fondness have better outcomes in their marriages and their relationships if they look back and they report that how they met or their early story or the way they were married their first year or things like that. If they report back in a more fond, positive way, they That's tend right. to do better and are more thriving than couples that look back and say, oh, yeah, well, you know, we met here. I don't know. I didn't really like her. She didn't like me. And, you know, well, we finally decided one day, let's just get married. We've been ha- living here together. here we for, are. Here we are. <laughs> um, very different ways of looking back. And so, Lisa, that idea of nostalgia, uh, 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 that idea of, you know, looking backwards at times, it's a very important quality. It is. In fact, talking about happy events of your past together can really help couples reconnect mm. in a deep and meaningful way. And so um, some research done by Dr. John Gottman, he's a leading marital research here, uh, researcher here in the United States. Um, He says that if a couple can revive their fondness and admiration for each other by remembering those events, that they're much more likely to approach conflict resolution as a team. Isn't that interesting? And that the growth of their sense of we-ness or togetherness or, hey, we are a team, it's you and me against the world, that that will keep them as connected as they felt when they first met. You know, there's always studies. I think one of the things in my field in particular, um, social psych, personality psych, uh, you know, there's always studies that come out that talk about the way in which looking back can be very helpful and important. You know, we don't want to get stuck there. And and sometimes, you know, we're not talking about negatives where you're just replaying the old, you know, the mess ups, how you would, you know, regret and resentment kind of come in there. Instead, looking back in a way that is nostalgia like that is we like what it is it's fun and some of these memories in the past and we go back through them actually give us some psychological benefits we just feel healthier we feel more connected to each other you know and i think one of the recent studies that came out talked a little bit about this idea of returning back you know, to home, um, let's say it's this idea of what what is nostalgia? It means, ah, what does it mean uh, to think through the good things that I've had? And I think I think, Lisa, that's important when it comes to marriages and relationships. The more idealized, right, the happier, the more you know, warm or longing or desire that we have, man, it does something pretty positive for our relationships currently. Yeah, it sure does. 
I just, I love it. I think, especially when uh, when I look back at our marriage, Chris, mm-hmm. we've been married over 30 years. And we started out really happy. Then we hit a rough patch for about 10 years. And then uh, since then, it, we came out of that. We stuck that out. We got through to the other side. Yeah. But uh, one of the things since we started doing uh, teaching, speaking on marriage, doing research and writing on marriage and relationships, healthy relationships, I think one of the things that has really helped us over the years Mm -hmm. is that every time we do a conference, what, what do we do? How do we start out? And what we do is we share our story about how we met. And it seems to just rekindle those embers of affection and like how our heart used to, you know, skip a beat when we were first getting to know each other and building that culture of appreciating the other one and feeling appreciated and valued. And and it kind of helps smooth over those rough patches that we hit. Yeah, those. Uh, I think that's exactly right, Lisa. I mean, it it, it rekindles. It, it it shows what we've done well. Even the rough patches. If you go back over those, thinking through it in a way that says, you know what, um, this was hard. This wasn't easy. Um, maybe there was loss or there were some negative experiences. But what we did is we learned, like I learned, for example, that one of my tendencies is to, you know, pursue, pursue, pursue. And one of your tendencies is to run away. Mm -hmm. And that really hurt us. And so as we think back, like, man, when we messed up, here's what we were doing. I was trying to to go in and go and, 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 and process something, but I hadn't really you know, understood its impact on you and how much you needed time to to be a part and wait for it. And pretty soon I felt like you were rejecting me. But mm-hmm. all that to say, we learned as much from our nostalgia of going back and looking at some of these negative things and how we overcame them, just like the positive ones. So rough patches can be looked back upon as signs of, man, we really did grow this way. What a good benefit that was. I know it was hard. But man, we learned and we can grow this way through yeah. this. Yeah. So when you have a date night, if you want, if there's an an, a, an activity that you want to do, or you have a real desire, just to grow in that fondness and admiration yeah. and appreciation for each other, we really recommend that you go back and practice this idea of rem- playing. Remember yeah. when? Yeah. Go to dinner and say, "Remember when we first met?" And then begin to talk to each other about. Um, we actually do this quite often, and it's a lot of fun. I remember when when I first laid eyes on you at the wedding, this is what struck me. This is what I liked. This is why I wanted to pursue you, and it was so exciting. This is how I felt when I was with you. And it just re- it rekindles that connectedness, that sense of emotional oneness for mm-hmm. you and me. And mm-hmm. so one thing that we're going to do is we are going to connect to a couple's exercise that we have based on John Gottman's principles of remember when. And we're going to put it in the transcript. And so you can click on that link and you can actually do this exercise at home and begin to rekindle and grow that fondness and love and excitement once again for your own relationship. Man, yeah. So Lisa, not only, I love that, that an exercise like that helps you rekindle. What it does is it helps strengthen 
the connectedness that, you know, you can feel with another person. You and I feel more connected as we talk about these stories. It, it also kind of does some other cool benefits. You, you feel better about yourself. People that feel better about themselves or relationships are actually more helpful people. And I'd studied that for part of my master's thesis and dissertation was how other people help others. And one of the ways they do that is when they feel strong, good social community and support, good relationship, they tend to be more helpful. They tend to want to strengthen their relationships. But even if you're dealing with negative things, you can still go through and say, gosh, back then, I know it was hard, but look what it led to. You know, this, it was all for the best, or it led us to both have, we had these positive, but these negatives, and it's created this cool relationship we have today. So Lisa, I love that. I love this this idea of how it can give us not just connectedness, but it can provide for us this sense that, you know what, our future looks pretty good. You know, uh, we, we, we were inspired to make this even better, right? And, and, and you can, it can energize us for, for how to do this. So, you know, I think, I think you're you know, the thing that will list in there, the way in which you can do this exercise, least can help add more, more of this fondness or nostalgia for your life. And it's a great, great exercise. Yeah. So some of the questions that you would find in that couple exercise would include these questions. Number one, how did you meet and what were your first impressions of each other? Another one would be, what do you remember about the time you were dating? What were your favorite things to do or places to go together? Number three, how did you decide to get married? How did you know your spouse was the person you wanted to spend the rest of your life with? Was it an easy decision or hard decision? Yeah. And, and, and you know, so those are the cool things because you can pause and go in a lot of different directions. And, you know, there might be things that remind you of the other person or like, you know what? We read a movie. And this is what happened. We were talking to a couple today that said, we went to this restaurant while we were friends. And so when we got engaged, we actually went and revisited some of those first places we went to. Why? Because they were associated with good things. They were associated. So it might be, you know, maybe there's a cool movie that takes you back or, you know, photos or, you know, you take all these, you know, shots camera shots of a place and you're looking at them, but even just something like a song can take you back. Right. Yeah. And you go, I remember this. Remember that song? And this is where we were. So anyway, that, that is almost like, you know, one person I remember saying, you know, it, it could, it's like, what songs are those things that you associate with your life? So you and I have a particular soundtrack that another couple doesn't and other couples don't or a particular, you know, locations or theaters or movies that you saw. You you know, maybe you went and saw one of these movies like, you know, uh, Frozen and you were there together and you remember what it did for you. You know, it's really interesting. Something you just said made me think of this is that this not only works playing this remember when game, um, not only works in a marriage, but it works in your, to, to make your family close, to create those, those family memories that we all share. And when you mentioned the playlist, it made me think, We moved out here to California from Colorado. Chris's family is in Colorado. My family's in Texas. 
And when we first got married and moved to California, we would make twice a year that big trek. All the way, we'd drive the the two days back to Colorado. We would spend a week there with Chris's family, then take a day, drive down to Texas, spend a day with my, I mean, a week with my family. And then pile in the car, get the kids all in the car, and we'd drive all the way back to California. Well, that's a lot of car time with our two kids at the time. And then, you know, soon it became three kids. But we would put playlists together and listen to them because you can't always get good radio reception, right, in the car when you're in the middle of Timbuktu, New Mexico. Pre-Spotify and and pre-wireless. So we had a playlist that Chris put together. And I I mean, this is so funny. This is so going to date us. One of the things I remember that we laugh that the kids loved was Weird Al Yankovic as some of his songs on there, but just other songs that even now, when we or our kids hear that song, it immediately takes us back to our family road trips twice a year and how fun they were and how our kids love doing that. And that's one of the fun memories as a family that we can go back and rehearse and relive and laugh and share. And it draws us together as a family. I, Super I, fun. I think it is. And that, and I think all listeners can, can agree and, and go, you know what? I just, this is what this is the place. This is the music. This is the movie. This is the smell. This is this is what we were doing, where we were, why it's so important. We had somebody knock on our door recently and say, "I don't do you mind if we just stop in and just say hi and peek at your house because 45 years ago we lived here. I was raised here. My mom's out in the car. And we just drove by because there are so many memories. Well, we let them in, of course, and they were just reminiscing. You got to be careful doing that. (laughs) Well, they were reminiscing about falling, you know, on the floor that was wood. We went, wait, what? That's a wood floor? They go, oh, yeah, I would run this way and slide. We always wondered at that time if there was a wood floor. And sure enough, we picked up the carpet after they left and found the wood floor. But they just came in because they they had so many memories built up there. And so the point, I think, Lisa, is that people have, whether it's a soundtrack, whether, you know, of life, whether it's a movie, whether it's locations, uh, or whether it's something funny somebody said, Mm -hmm. a vacation or a spot, reliving those, thinking about them with fondness, talking about, it's social glue, it's social connectedness, it pulls us together. And I think that's what's so cool about this. So we'll encourage you, try the little exercise we put in there, practice that idea of going back and looking back into your memories, both good and negative. The positive ones, you know what those are like. The negative ones, you get to the process to say, man, I grew from that. We grew from that. We're stronger and better. And what a good opportunity to have this oper- this idea of looking back, it can strengthen and moving forward and give you more, more hope and more connectedness just by looking back. Pretty yeah, cool. It's really cool. So if you're looking for more ideas and more ways to reconnect as a couple, as a family, go and check out our website at cmr.biola.edu. We've got tons of blogs, video clips, 
podcast that you can check out. We'd love to have you do that. And then would you be sure, if you love this podcast, go on your favorite platform and give us a five-star rating. (laughs) Say how much you love us, because that will really help us out. And so, Chris, thanks for today. We'll look forward to uh, joining you again in a couple weeks on The Art of Relationships. Thanks for listening to The Art of Relationships. This podcast is only made possible through generous donations from listeners just like you. If you like it and want to help keep the podcast going, visit our website at cmr.biola.edu and make a donation today. 